conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast with a theme song written by a man who definitely did not watch the movie. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? I love the theme song to this movie. Also, I just, um, I opened up an Etsy tab while you were away from the computer, and I just want you to know that one of the things that popped up was a soap, and it said lesbian soap underneath. That's it. What is lesbian soap? How is it different? Is it to attract lesbians? I, I don't know. Like, if I put it on my porch, will a lesbian come help me lift things? Come and lather? I don't know. My God. Like the, the, the Dr. Pepper 10 ads. Dr. Pepper 10. It's not for women. I was so confused by that my whole life, Dan. <laughs> I'm still a little nervous that if I drink a Dr. Pepper 10, I'll just sprout a dick. That's probably what's going to happen. That's how it works. It. I don't want it. Coward. Um... Anyway, on that wonderful note, the movie that we're talking about today, it's Grease. Love it. Uh, Grease, directed by Randall Kaiser, screenplay by Bronte Woodard, My God. which is a name that is incredible. That is a um, theater name. Yeah, ever Bronte Woodard... Um, also wrote the screenplay for the Village People film Can't Stop the Music. What? Yes. Okay. Uh, based on Grease by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. Starring John Travolta, the recently departed Olivia Newton-John. Stockard Channing, Eve Arden, Frankie Avalon, Joan Blondell, Ed Burns, Sid Caesar, Alice Ghostly, Dodie Goodman, and Shanana. The band. <laughs> At first I was like, who? <laughs> and then you said the band and it just made me chuckle. Released on June 16th, 1978 with a budget of $6 million. It made $366.2 million at the box office. My God. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a rating. I don't exactly know what it was. I was going to say... Really- Go too hard and look at it. You know what? Give me one moment. In my heart, the rating is 100% certified fresh. It's 76%. That's that's a, that's a D. What? I don't know. How does math that's work? That's a C. Is it a C? Yeah. I don't know. But you were an A student, so you were I know. fucking wish. <laughs> I was a C student in math class. Uh, Grease is a pleasing, energetic musical with infectiously catchy songs and an ode to young love that never gets old. I have a lot of Grease-related stories. Would you like to hear a couple of them? I would, yes. So one of them is that one time when my parents were looking to buy the couch that they currently have in their home. Mm -hmm. I went to the furniture store with them, and I saw that there was that setup of, like, um, you know, theater-style seats. I was like, oh, and I looked, and 
Grease was on like the DVD menu. And I was like, you know what? Don't mind if I do. So I just <laughs> settled in and watched a performance of Grease, but then I fell asleep halfway through in the furniture store. No. Yeah. Uh, my mom had to come wake me up, but you know, it's fine. I was not abducted. I probably could have been. <laughs> but it's fine. So, like, w- did they just leave you? And uh, were like, yeah. have fun? I mean, I was a senior in high school when this happens. Oh, I thought you were, like, 12. No. Or younger. No, I was 17. Um, Jesus. I was small in high school. They could have lifted me up. But, you know, my mom knew where I was. I wasn't getting into trouble. What's I going to do? <laughs> Buy a couch. Like you were seventeen, and you were basically dropped off in the kids' room while your parents went and shopped for furniture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're proud of this. I'm not proud of it. It's just a this thing is a story that, that you are you are willing to tell to people. I'll tell you something I am proud of that I will tell people. Another okay. Greece-related story. Would you like to hear of it, Dan? Absolutely. Okay, you know the part in Summer Nights when they sing We Made Out Under the Dock and there's like a lot of hip thrusting? Mm-hmm. File this under things that my parents probably only get, let me get away with because it was from a musical and for some reason that made it okay. Uh-huh. I would sing and do the thrusting to that when I was like young. Okay. <laughs> Just like for fun in front of my parents, in front of my friends at school. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 y'all just let me sing and do risque dances in the St. Alphonsus gymnasium. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um Roger Ebert also gave it three and a half or three out of four stars. An average musical, pleasant and upbeat, but plastic. Average? This paved the way. (laughs) This was not the first musical. No, but it's it's a classic musical. It is a classic musical. Uh, Do you remember the first time you saw it? No, it was ages ago. My mom had the album she'd played in the car for me all the time when I was little. Mm -hmm. My mom basically molded me into a theater kid, I swear to God. It's like how some some parents force their kids to be like athletes. Your mom yeah. forced you to be the noble profession of theater kid burnout. Literally, I'm not a burnout, Dan. I just closed <laughs> to run a SpongeBob. <laughs> well, how about you, Dan? When was the first time you saw this movie? Oh, why five years old, maybe? Yeah, I've seen this a ton of times. Mm-hmm. Although I realized while watching it, maybe I hadn't seen it a ton of times. I'd seen about 70% of it a ton of times. You've never seen the whole thing? What part did you not see? The end? Well, it's not that I had never seen the whole thing. The, the, from the opening title sequence, after they're, they're making out on the beach, uh, to basically when John Travolta does his montage of sports. Okay. That's it? Or before that. No, or, or until summer nights. Um. That's I hadn't it? seen the parts in between that. Oh, oh, so you hadn't or seen I don't remember seeing, I have seen them, I just don't remember it. Because I've seen the rest of the movie, especially after, like, Summer Nights and moving forward from that. Yeah. I've seen that a hundred times, probably. Like, I have this movie on Blu-ray, I have the soundtrack on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I realized I had it on Blu-ray about 40 minutes into watching it, watching the ABC Family version. 
Oh, um, so what did they edit out the whole movie? Uh, they did edit out. Uh, she's a real pussy wagon. I was just gonna say she's a real <laughs> pussy wagon. They didn't bleep it. They just cut though that entire measure of the song out. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Um, did they keep in the chicks of cream for grease lining? Yes, they kept that in. Okay, well, I guess it is easily misunderstood to be chicks will scream. Yeah. Because I definitely sang those lyrics my whole life growing up. Oh, immediately when I first heard it, I was like, cream. Yep. Five-year-old Dan. The chicks are creaming. They're build. They're making cream pies. Ooh. Which now is even worse. Yes, it is. But my little childhood brain. Childhood. You're what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my, my little childhood brain. I was just thinking about little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. Okay, delicious. So fucking good. Absolutely delicious. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Um, okay, little Debbie or hostess? Little Debbie, full stop. Mm, okay. It's very confident. Yeah. I don't know if what I can go that you? confident. Probably hostess. Mm-hmm. More of a hostess family growing up. Didn't really have a little, little Debbie. My mom liked hostess. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like the oatmeal cream pies, and I love the cosmic brownies and the zebra cakes growing up. We always had the Hostess cupcakes. Okay. With the little swirl on top and the, the mm. cream. The cream in the middle. I'm familiar with her. I've had one or two oh, of good. those in my day. <laughs> I do like um, the Ho-Hos, right? Those are the roll-ups. Yeah, the Ho-Hos, we had those. Yeah. Never really had Twinkies. Twinkies are kind of gross, if you ask me. Yeah. Not a Twinkie house. Also, not a long shelf life. Really? Despite what you've been told. It's like three weeks. Yeah. Ew. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Another fact about Greece, it was selected for preservation in 2020 in the National Film Registry. Oh, good. The other films selected in 2020 were... Mm -hmm. You got... Oh, this is a longer list. Uh, some of them. Blues Brothers, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Boo! The Dark Knight. Interesting. The Hurt Locker. Yay! <laughs> Shrek. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, some other movies. Nothing as exciting as Shrek and... And The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. I... Jeremy Renner. He's a very handsome gentleman. He is very handsome. The, also, a 1918 silent film called Bread. I'll have to look into that. Don't know. The, the Wikipedia page is like 30 words long. It's a 1918 silent drama, and it was selected for preservation in 2020. Well, I'm glad it's preserved, I guess. That's all I have to say. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway... Greeth. Yeah. Do you know what the what Letterboxd, the the film tracking website, says that the slogan for Greece is? Let me think. Let me think. Because the actual slogan is Greece is the word. Yes. It's not she's a real pussy wagon. I wish. Is it bop bop a loo bop a wop bamboo? It's not that. It's also not put your mittens around your kittens and away we go. Oh. Is it Sandy? <laughs> no, it is. He was in Greece. Why? Um, I don't know. 
Who are they referring to? Like, I'm guessing it's John Travolta, but, like, is it, like, any random theater kid on the street? Because I feel Right, like everyone who put Grease Jr. on. Oh, God, I was never in a production of Grease. But Gabe That's was. That's kind of surprising. I know. Interesting. Yeah. He was in Greece. I. That's all it says. Who's he? Like. Jesus. I don't know that Jesus would like being in a production of Greece. But Grace Jr. Yes. Have you seen that church that puts on unlicensed productions? Of Are you talking about Scamilton? Yeah, I want to see their version of Greece. Oh God, how are they going to handle the the teen pregnancy storyline? Oh, uh, easy, marry. They get married at the well. Can they keep no, not get married. Oh, Mary. Mary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> forgot about my girl for a second there. There's a pre- pretty major, pretty major character in the the whole the lore of Christianity. Well, I I didn't really think Mary was going to be attending Rydell High. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fair, considering she's not actually pregnant. She just thinks she is. Yeah, she'd be going to Nazareth High. No, not the Nazareth Rangers. They're the Nazarene Rangers. Not the Nazarene Rangers. Thank you. Let's get into the movie. Let's hit it. It is it is nineteen fifty eight and it's summer vacation. That's the year my dad was born. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Your dad is 64, if I do the math correct. I think so. Maybe my mom was born in 1958. I get it confused sometimes. I know he's older than her, but I feel like my... No, my mom was born in 1958. Final answer. Apologize. Apologize for spreading your your fake news. Sorry, everyone. Your disinformation campaign about your parents' birth years. I'll be getting a text about this later. When this episode, uh, Dan, this episode what? drops on my birthday. Oh, it will. Happy early birthday. Thank you, Dan. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, summer vacation. Danny Zuko, John Travolta, and Sandy Olsen, Olivia Newton-John, they meet on a beach. Love it. They have a wonderful, love-filled summer spent entirely on this beach, apparently. Uh, specifically, not, not ideal for me as a person who doesn't love the beach. Uh, filmed at Leo Carrillo State Beach in Malibu, Ooh. Uh, which is the exact same place where they filmed the final scene in From Here to Eternity, which is what they're making fun of um, when oh. they're making out in the water and it's like rolling over them. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and then Summer Ends. As it does. And Sandy, Sandy's sad. She's got to go back to Australia. Is it the end? It's not the end. It's just the beginning. Are we both going to do our bad John Travolta impressions the whole time? It's not the end. It's just the beginning. No, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Uh, and then... <laughs> You know, fun fact, that song, although performed by Barry Gibb, is not written by Barry Gibb. It was written by the Bee Gees. 
Did you say it was performed by Barry Gibb? It is. Uh, I didn't no. mean Barry Gibb. No. I said that. I was wrong. I, I Horrible, horrible mistake, Dan. How dare you enter into yeah, my home? I need to apologize. Home. I need to apologize for spreading fake news. Apology with tears right now. <laughs> He's crying. I'm, I'm, I'm growing. I'm learning. Thank I'm you. educating myself. You're still canceled, though. I realize. Who is the real singer, Dan? Well, I can't think of his name. Don't worry. I'll put the words right in your mouth, baby. It's Frankie Valley. It's Frankie Valley of the Jersey Boys. The Four Seasons is their actual name. I got that one right. Proud of you. Uh, but yeah, Barry Gibb and the Bee Gees actually wrote the song. Thank you, Barry, for blessing us with quite the number. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is the first day of school. Everybody's going back to Rydell High. Mm-hmm. We got Danny there. The T-Birds. Kanicki. The other two guys in the T-Birds. None of these people look like they are anywhere near high school age. no. God, I was saying to Gage how Sonny looks like he's about 40 years old. The mm-hmm. man's got five o'clock shit. Well, then again, Dan, what did you look like in high school when you were a senior? That's fair. <laughs> I, I did look older. <sighs> um, Duty, played by Barry Pearl, was 38. Lord above. <laughs> well, was it, was it... How old was... um? John Travolta was 23, right? Yeah, he was 23, and uh, Olivia Newton-John was 30 or 29. Really? Mm-hmm. She looks younger than him. Holy cow. Stockard Channing Queen. was 33. Queen Stockard. She's the leader of the Pink Ladies. The schoolgirl click. Damn. Who else is in there? Frenchie. Jan. Jan. Um, Marty, uh, if I was to be in Greece, who would you cast me as? Um, Patty Simcox. What the fuck? That's what Gage <laughs> said too. That's such bullshit. I want to be Rizzo. Everybody wants to be Rizzo. I hate my life. This. <sighs> okay, Jan. Are you fine being Jan? Oh no, that's you're, what Gage says. I'd either be, be cast Rizzo, as Jan or you're not Rizzo. Gage always says I'd either be cast as Patty or Jan, and it's like a slap in the face. Okay, you're not Rizzo, and you're not Frenchie. I hate my life. This is my 13th reason. (laughs) Okay, flip it. Flip it. Who would I be? Don't say it. The gym teacher. I'd be, you know, I'd be fine with that. That's fair. Um, I said I'd be putsy. Yeah, you would be. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I would not be Eugene. Okay. Patty. Shut the fuck up, I'm not Patty. <laughs> I'm about to throw hands. I'm about to fight. <sighs> uh, so, encouraged by Patty Simcox, Sandy, who has come to Rydell High... Um, which is also Venice High School in Los Angeles, about mm. five miles like away Venice from Like Venice Beach? Like Venice Beach. After school, everybody goes and does push-ups at the muscle Venice Beach. Ew, I've been to Venice Beach. It's kind of dirty. I've been there frequently. Is I just, it dirty I, like I, I, I bike. 
It is. I just kind of bike through it. It's yeah. interesting. I mean, beaches are beaches, you know? Yeah, if I, if I go to, like, hang out at the beach, I don't go there. Yeah. The water, the fun fun fact, you always want to be, the way the water flows in Los Angeles, it goes mm-hmm. north to south along the bay. Oh. Um, so I always want to go north of Santa Monica Pier, because, or north of any pier, really, because the birds love to congregate at the piers, and they love to shit. Oh, God, that's scary. Anyway, don't get any water in your mouth. Uh, so Sandy is friends with Frenchie and she's friends with Patty and she joins the cheerleaders. Um, and Sandy and Danny, they start describing their summer vacation. Summer love dancing, having a blast. I want to gauge duet with me, but he wouldn't do it. So I had to sing both parts. Come on guys. You don't want all the horny details. <laughs> they don't say that, do they? <laughs> Uh, it says it something like that. Something yeah. to that effect. And then they'll go, oh yeah, we do. Did she put up a fight? Da, 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 da. That's rape. They really thought that they were going to slide that one past us, huh? <laughs> um, well, Anna and I were watching this, and when it got to the end of the song, and mm-hmm. John Travolta does those, and I guess Lady Noon John, Summer Night! We both sang it, and Poppy, our cat, bolted out of the room. Oh, no. (laughs) She was so terrified. Jester hated it also, but Uh not quite as, like, out loud as that. She just looked at us and was like, I hate it here. Be done with this. Can you unadopt me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Danny and Sandy get reintroduced, uh, but Danny's got to still be acting all cool in front of his friends. No. So he's like, hey, hot cheeks, want some tongue? Oh, and- <laughs> Danny. Hey, baby. That is uh, after he sees her and goes, Sandy! Iconic. Uh, he turns into a cool guy, goes back to his friends. Uh, so hey, in an attempt cool. to... to- Oh, you hate it? Yeah, they should not be... I hate teenage boys. <laughs> I hate teenagers. As an that's adult, that's good. I mean, it's not even fully true because I loved the teenagers that did my show. Mm-hmm. I like theater kid teenagers. Ugh. They remind me of me. <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a slur for theater kids yet. Theater kids is the slur. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Frenchie tries to cheer Sandy up, invites her to a sleepover with the rest of the pink ladies. Iconic. Uh, but as Sandy's like, I've never smoked a joint before. I've never, I've never, I've never smoked a weed. Me. And then, uh, unlike Bill Clinton, she inhales. That's a topical joke for 1992, baby. Bill Clinton was asked in an interview if he'd ever smoked marijuana. He said he had, but he hadn't inhaled. Bring it up. Bring it up hot stuff from 30 years ago. That is quite the dig. <laughs> um, so she can't... She, Sandy also hates the taste of wine, and she's terrified of having her ears pierced. Her parents wouldn't be happy about it. And Rizzo is like, this bitch. This absolute stuck-up bitch. 
I guess I don't get the ear piercing thing because my mom's only rule was that I had to be able to clean it myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't so get... So big enough for a finger. What? Yeah, clean it yourself. She didn't say you, you could use any outside tools. Ew. <laughs> I thought you... Ew. <laughs> Gross. Nasty. <laughs> uh, so... After Sandy goes to get her ears pierced and falls ill and vomits at the sight of blood. Fucking mood. Uh, Rizzo starts saying, look at me, I'm Sandra D." Classic piece. Mm-hmm. Along with the rest of the pink ladies. Um, and Frenchie even joins in. Fake I mean, friend. I song is catchy, Dan. I'm Sandra D. All these songs are catchy. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, so, guess who arrives outside of the T-Bird? Or the, I, I gave it up. You gave it away. You know who away. you guess now. It's the boys. It's the boys. Them birds. That's what the T stands for. Them. Not them birds. <laughs> the them <too>. birds. <laughs> what, do, what do you think the T stands for? Trouble. I the like trouble that. Trouble birds. I... <laughs> Watch out, everybody. Here come the trouble birds. I realize as I ask the question, it's thunder. They're the thunderbirds. Oh, I'm stupid. Like the car. I'm dumb, too. Oh, I had no idea. I'm sitting here like, it's definitely supposed to be trouble. (laughs) Uh, So, Rizzo gets into the car with Kaniki after he dumps the rest of the T-birds out. I mean... Rizzo and Kaniki go to make out point. Mm. Get uh, it, the girl. T-Birds. T-Birds go to get pizza with the pig ladies. And then they become pen pals. Or the pig ladies. No, they don't. What's happening, Dan? Are you okay? I don't know. Did you watch this movie? The so movie? confusing. I did. This confusing. is the part that I don't have committed to memory. Okay, no, I'll tell I'm you what joking. happens. Literally nothing. It just yeah. cuts <laughs> to the boys disappear. And all of a sudden we're singing... Uh, because devoted to Marty's writing, and she's like, I'm hopelessly devoted to each and every one of these military boys. That's why I have so many of them. But now there's, there's no way to hide since you pushed my love I tried to harmonize. I don't know what I was doing. I'm so sorry to everyone who had to hear that. <laughs> it's also not going to be aligned when I put Good. this together either. Double perfect. Good. That's what I want. <laughs> um... Hopelessly Devoted to You, nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars. Did not win. What did it lose to? That was the only nomination for Grease, also. Um, it wa- it lost to Last Dance by Donna Sumber. You know that song. Last Dance. Yes. That's a good-ass song. Okay, I'll take it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it was also nominated with a song from Same Time Next Year, a movie that I've never heard of. Oh, Foul Play, that's a, good, a movie I've, I've never heard of with Chevy Chase. Wait, run this by Same me Time again. Next Year? Yeah. Same Time Next Year, I haven't. Never it, heard of it before. It's a play. Alan Alda's in the movie. Yeah, it's a good play. I liked it. Uh, and then it was also nominated for When You're Loved from The Magic of Lassie. Absolutely not. Uh, last dance is from the movie Thank God It's Friday, which is a musical disco comedy film. 
I have never seen that. Maybe I should watch it. <laughs> it features an early performance by Jeff Goldblum Shut and up. the first major screen appearance of Deborah Winger. Okay, I might have to go check that out. You might not, actually. No, it sounds like a vibe. Okay. Uh, Leonard Malton, about Thank God It's Friday, perhaps the worst film ever to have won some kind of Academy Award. Hell fucking yes, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> uh, back to Greece. Hopelessly devoted to you. It ends. Rizzo and Kanicki, make out point. Kanicki's condom breaks. Before he even puts it on. It's in his hand, mm-hmm. broken. It dissolved, but... They do it anyway. Nasty. Freak nasty. Uh, apparently, Kanicki. It only takes them like 12 seconds because they're almost immediately interrupted by Leo, the leader of the Scorpions. When I was little, I thought his name was just Scorpion. That his name is Scorpion of the Scorpions? Yeah, I was like, they're named after him. How badass is that? <laughs> uh, and they damage Kanicki's car. So, and his pride. Mm, probably. Mm-hmm. At, afterwards, getting the, the car repainted in the school body shop, um, the T-Birds start fantasizing what it would look like when they have their paint job done. Hell yes. Now, this car, it's systematic. It's automatic. It's hydromatic. Why, it's greased lightning! Uh, keep talking or keep talking. John Travolta gets to do his Elvis musical number. I fucking love it. I'm absolutely... It's a real pussy wagon. Screams for 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Although, if you're watching the... I, I guess it's the freeform version now. The mm-hmm. ABC Family version. It's not going to say that. It'll just cut it. The song has a really awkward cut. I. <sighs> Disney's raising a generation of Puritans. Disney, I was raised with the lyrics "pussy wagon" and look at me, <laughs> upstanding <laughs> member of society. Buy our newest piece of in conclusion merch: <laughs> a T-shirt that says "I was raised with the lyrics pussy wagon." No, I don't think I even knew what it meant until I was like an adult. Somebody was like, you know, you're singing those words wrong. And I went, no. And they're like, it's pussy wagon. And I think I was just singing like, she's a real. Yeah. I I think I was just making it up. When you're a kid, you're like, you're just singing random sounds that kind of sound similar to what it is. I didn't know what it was until like a couple years ago. Exactly. I was just on the vibes. Like, don't mind me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, after the song, they Danny meets Sandy at the Frosty Palace. Um, the hangout that I wish existed. Okay. All these, like... Wait, is it real? No, but there used to be a 50s diner by my parents' house that I would walk... Well, not even by my parents' house. By my grade school that we'd walk to after school and we'd get kicked out of for being too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but it's closed now, unfortunately. Oh. No, I just I I just lo- love seeing all the like teen hangouts in movies. We didn't have those. No, no establishment wants to be a teen hangout. You didn't hang out at McDonald's or anything. No. Oh. There, there wasn't a. What would be the teen hangout in Northbrook, Illinois? McDonald's. It was, no, the McDonald's is on the outskirts of town. Oh. And actually, it's not. Even, it's in Deerfield. It's not even oh. in Northbrook. Um. 
What would the the hangout would have been the mall, which you had to drive to go there. Like that was also on the outskirts of town. Yeah, hangout the mall is kind of a bust. People would hang out at the library during finals week when they're pretending to study. Nerds. Um, jokes on them. I worked there. Uh, nerd. Thank you. Uh, the, I can't, like, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't cool enough, I guess, to go to the hangouts. Yeah, I'm trying if to I think can't of, think of what they were. I mean, we hung out in my friend's basement a lot. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, that, that, was... that would happen, but there was no, like, in-town place to go hang out. No, we'd go to Culver's or McDonald's, and, like, all our friends worked at Culver's, so it was kind yeah. of, like, a hangout, but half of us were working, so. Um, so... Sandy at the Frosty Palace is hanging out with Tom Chisholm, uh, the jockiest jock. He doesn't say a single word this whole movie. I don't I love it. He doesn't. Uh, and seeing that she likes jocks, he's going to be a jock and impress her. Love so, it. he tries out in basketball. <laughs> the way he dribbles the ball. <laughs> Cracking me up. Wrestling. Come on, Danny, you gotta try. <laughs> Baseball. Non-contact sport. You might like this one a little bit. I'm so sorry. I've seen this movie <laughs> so many times. Uh, and then his ideal sport is running. Because it's just him. He's not going to get in a fight with anyone. Until he sees Sandy hanging out with Tom. and Because he, he started doing hurdles in the middle of his cross-country run. I know. I uh, saw that. They were like cross-country. And then all of a sudden there's fucking hurdles? I don't think so. Well, I think that was him. I don't think that was part of what he was supposed to be doing. They, were, they left those hurdles out on the track all the time. God, that's true. Cross country and track season are also not at the same time. Correct. Hey, the, maybe in California it's different. Well, you live there. Go spy on a high school. It, it was, I think it was the first day of school yesterday, and it was mm-hmm. terrifying. I was riding my bike, and mm-hmm. I go past. There's a, there's a high school like a couple blocks from me. Oh, my gosh. The, the kids terrify me in their own way, but it's yeah. the parents picking them up. Yeah. Terrifying. Gage, Gage and I live semi-near a high school, and so when I drive to work in the morning, I'm, I pass, like, a line of school buses and parents who are trying to drop off their kids, and they're parking like idiots, and mm-hmm. kids who are just walking into the street, not a care in the world, and it is very stressful. <laughs> yeah, the kids scare me because of their confidence. Yep. Because they're stronger than me. The parents scare me because I feel like they're just going to start yelling. That's also fair. Um, So Sandy, after Danny falls on the hurdles, uh, she goes to see if he's all right. And apparently Sandy flips between boys so quick because she's done with Tom now. I don't think she was interested in him to begin with. This is blonde boy erasure. I also was not interested in him to begin with. (laughs) Brown haired Uh, boys for life. So they attempt to go to the Frosty Palace again with Sandy alone, but the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies are already there. So he tries to hide behind these menus without being seen by them. But because, you know, he can't try and woo her publicly because that goes against his image. He's got, a, he's got an image to uphold. Um, 
And the rest of the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies hop in, and they start making a mess of everything and fighting and yada, yada, yada. Rizzo and Kaniki are fighting. I mean, because Rizzo's pregnant. That's right. They were going to name their son Greg Kaniki. Can you imagine? Maybe his last name's Kanikison, you know what I mean? And they're just shortening it down. It could be. Mm-hmm. What if his last name's Kaniknik? Like the street <gasps> in Milwaukee. This Justin. We need like the X-Files theme music. I don't know. Is that it? I don't know. Oh yeah, it is. But that was the lowest pitch it's ever been heard at. Dude, I can't do it in key, Dan. You can't go. Whistletone. Whistletone. There, better? Sure. Everybody leaves the malt shop. Frenchie, who's hair has been under a scarf this whole time she had dropped out of high school to go into beauty school her hair is now pink and now she's a beauty school dropout no graduation day for you beauty school dropout sung by 50s teen idol frankie avalon gorgeous gorgeous star gorgeous of, girls star of beach party movies it was him and annette Funicello were the two stars. They am I wrong or do they talk about Annette a lot in this movie or are they not talking about Annette Funicello? Yeah, they mention her in songs. Yeah, I thought so. Um, big deal in the fifties. All these all these kids. Yeah, these weren't, teens. Weren't Frankie and Annette like the couple for a yeah. while? Yeah. Oh yeah. They were I don't know like, if they were ever actually a couple, but they were the like on screen couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're giving Tom Hanks Meg Ryan. Yes. Yeah, okay. Actually, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are giving Frankie Avalon a net Funicello. I need to make sure I'm saying her name right. Yeah. What, Annette Funicello? Yeah, I wanted to make sure I was getting her last name actually correct. Oh, sorry, were you going to come out with the Funicello? Funicular! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, so, Danny takes Sandy to the school dance. It's being broadcast on National Bandstand. Being broadcast live on TV. Rizzo goes with Leo, the rival gang's leader to the dance. And Kaniki takes Cha-Cha, Danny's Cha-Cha. ex-girlfriend. This the- is a love octagon. <laughs> um, the disc jockey, Vince Fontaine who I think that Dan Schneider took some cues from and how to and, treat underage women. Oh my fucking God. Have you seen the stuff that came out about Ariana Grande? Yes. I'm horrified. Mm-hmm. Ugh, anyway. Um, so Vince Fontaine, he, he's attracted to Marty. They start flirting. Um, there are a bunch of songs from the 50s covered by the band Sha Na Na. Thank you, Sha Na Na. Um, and then there's the dance-off. The hand jive is the dance-off. Basically, all partner, all couples must be male and female, boy, girl. Um, which the fact that they have to say this even in the 50s does raise some interesting questions about what Rydell High was like. Rydell High is not a... Well, the fact that they had to mention it, because you'd think in the 50s it'd be assumed that, but like... Maybe there were a bunch of same-sex couples going on. 
but they couldn't show on TV because that Maybe. was uncouth. Uh, I don't know. So during the dance-off, Danny and Sandy are one of the few couples still remaining. Uh, but Sonny pulls Sandy away, and then Cha-Cha starts dancing with Danny. Um, and Sandy realizes that Cha-Cha is a much better dancer than her and gets upset in a huff. The best dancer at St. Bernadette's. Mm-hmm. She was born to hand jive, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Danny and Cha-Cha, they win the contest. Of course they do. Um, but they have a spotlight dance, and then three of the T-Birds run in front of the camera and moon the crowd. Classic. You'll Honestly, the whole dance scene is pretty iconic. I mean, I never understood why they swapped Dan- uh sandy and cha-cha i never maybe i like i'm just dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> i never rule that out but i just didn't understand that dan do you think you can explain uh why it happened yeah no okay i'm glad i I'm can't not alone i wish i could tell you i think it's i think it's that they're like let's fuck them up they're having too good of a time because they're rabble rousers they rouse some rabble i guess yeah uh, so, Danny and Sandy, they go to a drive-in movie. Danny tries to give her his class ring. He elbows Sandy in the chest. She gives her... she He gives her the ring. She kisses him on the cheek. And now, she realizes he respects her. God, this scene is so hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, just so... Hot and cold. Yeah. And then Marty and Rizzo are in the bathroom. Rizzo says that she's like a defective typewriter. She skipped a period. Great line. I I just, I don't know. This whole scene, like, it is a great line. I'm just thinking because I'm, I'm looking at this, like, I really like this movie. The more mm-hmm. we talk about it, Dan, the more I sit here and I'm like, my mom let me watch this. <laughs> like, yeah, like this is a like a classic film that like children are watching. This I would consider this like a family friendly movie. Like I if if I think about how if the library was hosting a movie night and they're like, we're playing Greece, families would be there. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure my, <laughs> just... my hometown did like a movie in the park and this was one of them. Yes. High schools are putting on performances of Greece. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here, and I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, <laughs> "So we're we're gonna go up in arms because two women decided to kiss in the new Buzz Lightyear movie, but y'all gonna let your kids watch Grease, which is just an absolute fuck fest." Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rizzo's well, Greg. Moral. Of, I think the moral of the story is more movies need to be horny. There aren't enough horny movies. You're right. This movie is so horny. Uh, so Rizzo's pregnant, and she tells Marty, and tells Marty not to hear it, not to say it to anyone, and then the rumor spreads I mean, immediately. Um, immediately, even as Rizzo's getting back to her car, uh, she hears it, and she's like, "Good friend." And then Kaniki gets mad at her. And then they have a fight, and then she's left all alone. Why does she lie to Kaniki and say it's not his kid? He said he would step up. I'm impressed with him. She's going through a lot. I guess. She, I mean, I think partially she wants a good father, and you wouldn't say that Kaniki's going to be a good father. I wouldn't say any teenager would be a good father. 
How dare you? Right off the bat, you know. How dare how dare you say that about my me and my six year old son? Yeah, right, Dan. That boy would come out of the womb elderly just like you did. I'm 44. That's not elderly, Dan. Put Curtis down. I see him. <laughs> That's my son. Ew. Curtis the Curd. He looks just like you in your yellow shirt. Um, so, back in the car, Danny's got his arm around Sandy. And he's trying to get his hand around Sandy. We're coming up on one handsy. of my favorite songs, just for the record. Uh, she screams and gets out of the car, slams the door on Danny, and a, which apparently slams on his dick yes, as his it closes. <laughs> I almost just said something gross. <laughs> Say it. His erect penis is shutting the door. <laughs> oh, Sandy, baby. That's one of my, oh my God, I Can't love you see? I'm in misery. My mom once told me when I was little that she always knew where I was in the grocery store because I'd be singing Maria from The Sound of Music. Uh And the fact that I also loved this song and sang it a lot when I was little says a lot about me. You know what else says about me? We had a music, like a a jukebox, not jukebox, oh my God, a boombox in our classroom. And our teacher would let us pick out an a CD from time to time and bring in to play and I fucking brought in Grease and nobody said a goddamn word. <laughs> well, the song, I mean, aside from Grease Lightning, the songs aren't really... I mean, they're horny, but they're as horny as regular love songs are. Yeah, but we actually listened to Grease Lightning in the classroom. I was like in fourth Meh. grade. Meh. You, you go up to a fourth grader. I mean, aside, depending on whether or not they've watched South Park yet, no. they're not going to know what Pussy Wagon is. I'm here fucking, like, doing some math. She's a real pussy wagon, Grease Lightning. <laughs> oh, something that I, I failed to mention when we talked about that part. Anna did the entire Grease Lightning dance while okay, we were watching queen. it. She had it memorized. Yes! We love a musical theater bitch. She, has, she wasn't a musical theater bitch. I know, but I'm she really impressed. She just watched it a lot, and she and her friends would do the dance. She's an honorary parents. musical theater bitch for that. She I wish is. it could have She been. was in pit. She was in band. She played okay. the flute. Okay. Anna, I love you. Don't ever Which, stop honestly, being you. Whenever I hear that somebody was in the pit orchestra, I'm like, man, you're so much more talented. It's true. Than anybody I mean, who was on stage. Cassie's significant other was in the pit orchestra, too. And, mm-hmm. uh like you're so much better. You're not. You're in it for the craft, not the glory. Mm-hmm. Everyone in high school theater is in it for the glory. Yeah. Meanwhile, my ass. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> you're in it for the horny. I'm in it for something. Danny Zuko's erect penis currently stuck in the door. Unfortunate, but That's it leads to those That's high the trophy. notes. Sandy, my darling, you hurt me real bad. You know it's true. Oh, God, I could give a full performance right now, Dan. I don't think anybody wants to hear it, but I could. Uh, If you do want to hear it, subscribe to us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash inconclusion. For our 500th episode, Anna and I will do a two-person show of Grease. But Dan is going to play Sandy, and I'm going to play Danny. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can hit the high notes. Her high notes aren't even as high as Danny's. No, his are like in the freaking strat. It's giving castrata, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's giving. <laughs> well, not just his erect penis getting slammed at the door then. 
Yeah. Anyway, speaking of his erect penis, time to go to Thunder Road. Oh, We're down for the race. Time for the race between the Thunderbirds and the T-Birds. The Thunderbirds well, and the T-Birds? You the heard what scorpions. I said. Scorpions. I don't give a shit. I got um, you. I'm here to hold you down. Uh, Kaniki asks Danny to be his second. Uh, and Marty gives Kaniki a lucky penny. But as he goes to pick it up, he gets knocked out. Classic. As one of the T-Birds open the car door. And now Danny's got to win the race. Sandy, of course, is sitting on a distant hill watching. Not like, oh, I can't bear to witness. But like, mm, I'm just going to be a little... little Drama queen, drama girl, sit in the back. Uh, no, notice me, send Danny. Ew. <laughs> ew. Uh, and wow, and then in the neck and neck race, the Scorpion's car is modded to be like Death Race 2000. It's, it's got a saw terrifying. that comes out of the wheels. Um, but Danny goes over a jump, which Grease Lightning survives, but the, th- the Scorpion's car which I can only imagine is called the Stinger. I, I just imagined it was called the Grossmobile because that car is crusty and so is the man driving it. Or if it's the opposite, isn't his, isn't his name Craterface? I think the guy that's driver? what they call him to be mean. Yeah. Do you think it's just because he's got bad skin? I think because it's because he's got the acne pox. Yeah. yeah. Can I say something mean? Yes. Do you think they came up with that because the actor had such bad skin and they just I hope not. Him? I hope that wasn't the case. Because. I can believe it, though. It's the vibe. Like, I, I hate to say it. I don't know. Good. You've got a face only a crater could love. Uh, oh. If it's the opposite of Greased Lightning, is it like. Crusty Thunder? Ew! <laughs> 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 That's what it's called when I fart. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Danny wins. Sandy sings, Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Goodbye to Sandra D's nuts. Perfect. And then Sandy's like, I need Frenchie's help for something. What could it be? It's A total for- transformation? <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know. It's time for the last day of school. Danny's in a letterman's jacket. He's a preppy. Slater would have a field day mocking him on Saved by the Bell. Oh my God! Please. The rest of the T-Birds have flunked gym. Classic, classic. They're still graduating. They just got to go to summer school. Um, and then Sandy arrives. In the reverse, in the reverse of the Breakfast Club makeover, she's a bad stunning. bitch now. She's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Black leather jacket, high heels, black suit, curled hair, smoking a cigarette. Had to be sewn into her costume. Sandy, tell me about it. Stud, I got chills. They're multiplying. And I'm losing control. Dan, when you were, like, younger, did you ever go to the local carnival and recreate Grease in the funhouse? Uh, no. The more I talk, the more I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) The more I'm like, oh, she really a musical. I literally always Did you? 
Uh, How many times? Every summer for every oh my year of my high God. school experience. Now listen to me, okay? I think I'm trying to think of a good way to put. <laughs> so you know how a lot of people like make jokes that theater kids are like the worst, mm-hmm. and that theater kid is a slur. Not strong enough, but yes. I used to think that I wasn't one of those because I never. How? I wasn't one of those kids that was like obsessed with musicals. Mm hmm. Like to the point where that's all I talked about. Yeah. But looking back over my life, I just didn't do it all at once. (laughs) (laughs) Because these stories about Greece span. They span your entire childhood. So, maybe I'm, like, worse than a regular theater kid. <laughs> um, anyway, Rizzo says that she's not pregnant. All the tests were negative. Everybody's happy. They all sing We Go Together. And Danny and Sandy fly off into space. That, I hate that part. Ruins the whole film. And, Ruins okay, the film. Okay, get over, get over yourself. Ruins the that, film. That breaks the realism of the rest of this movie. Yes. Wap-bop-a-loo-bop-a-wap-bamboo, Dan. <laughs> they, <laughs> I want a shirt that okay. says that, too. That, that, that's definitely a shirt. Yes. But I want it to be wap bop a loo a wap and then a picture of a bamboo stalk. I wanted to frown at you, but it was funny, so I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know how to, what to Google for that. Oh, okay. A bamboo stalk? No, I'm actually Googling to see if there is a t-shirt that has that. No, I wanted to say the phrase with the name Dan after it. <laughs> um, Dan and Sandy don't kiss at the end of the movie due to an editing error. What? When they were editing the movie together, the editor damaged the footage of them kissing at the end, so it just wasn't included. That's why it turns into the animated credits. Classic. He probably dropped his Jimmy John's sandwich on it, like I often have on my computer while video editing. His slim one? No, not the slim one. Okay. I get the slim two and turn it into a fatty. You know what I mean? Like, I put a whole (laughs) bunch of stuff on that. It's not slim anymore. Um, Anyway, that's Grease. It's the word. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It is. It is. it, It is. Empty carbs. It is. I'm here for the vibes, just like always, but extra this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I mean, everybody's good. Like, I have no real criticisms of it. I think it kind of gets boring in the second half of the beginning of the movie. Okay. Um, the second quarter, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of slows down. Um, but, like, yeah, it's fun. All the, all the songs are fun. It's not high art or anything, but... Oh. Oh, it's just a good time. A movie to put on if you want. If you want everybody to have a good time, watch Grease. Everybody's going to enjoy themselves. Yeah, I'd categorize this as a feel-good movie. Obviously, yeah. there are some things that are out of date, but I feel like it's no, more what? fun. What's out of date? She put. Did she put up a fight? I don't. I don't Put yourself in Kaniki's mind. <laughs> I don't want to be there. It's scary. <laughs> I think the reason why it is still okay, though, is because all the things that would be considered inappropriate are said in jest. Yeah. Like, it's oh, yeah. meant to be satirical. 
And also because it's a, a movie from the 70s made in the 50s, so it's kind of also mocking the 50s. Exactly. Yeah. Like, even the I, whole of Greased Lightning, I mean, it's a song being sung by teen boys, and is that not how teen boys talk and think? Yeah. So. Um, I was talking to Anna about this when we were watching, but it's really interesting seeing how different generations look back at times in the past. How this is from 1978 and it's set mm-hmm. in the mid 50s. Yeah. And it's kind of a sarcastic but overall like loving look back at the 50s. Yeah. Um, versus something made in the 80s. If it was looking back at the 50s, it'd be like, this is so passe. Are you and then the ninth in particular? Well, no, but then like in the 90s with like Pleasantville. Okay. Like talking about how like super regressive and everything it is and how yeah. how like now looking back if there was something set in the 2000s it would probably I mean depending on the context it would probably be a more fond look back than something that would make 10 years from now set in the early 2000s. Yeah. But then also you have um it goes in cycles because, like, it when it when it was your child when it's the decision makers and it was their childhood, mm-hmm. then it'll probably be like mocking and loving. But then when it's their grandchildhood, like it's been twenty years, then forty years, it's it's all cyclical. All of media mm-hmm. is cyclical. Um, the I thought about this because the in the nineties we had like the Brady Bunch movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is mm-hmm. in concept very similar to this. My brain is going to that 70s show. Yeah, same same, same sort of deal. Yeah, just different time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some trivia for you. I'm ready. Okay, so the character of um, the boy who doesn't speak. Tom, right? His name's Tom or Tim. Yeah, Tom Chisholm. Yes. In the movie, he's played by Lorenzo Lamas, mm-hmm. um, who is also not blonde. No, the blonde looks so fake on him. Yeah. He was originally, he was a last minute replacement. Oh. The first choice was Stephen Ford, mm-hmm. son of President Gerald Ford. No. Who backed out because he got stage fright. Oh, that sucks. He was also a professional actor. Well, maybe he was nervous because John It would have been his first role. Oh. Was John Travolta already big at this point? Had Saturday Night Fever been yeah. done already? Yeah. And he was on um, Welcome Back, Cotter. Mm. Yeah, I feel like John Travolta is such a big name that it might have been intimidating to work with him. And then the other choice for the role was Mark Fiedrich, who was a professional baseball pitcher who had to drop out because he had to go play professional baseball. He had to go do his literal job? Yeah. Interesting. That's so random, but okay. Right? Fun fun casting note for you. Um, Henry Winkler turned down the role of Danny Zuko. Can you imagine? I don't think it would be as good. I don't think he's as good of a singer or dancer. I don't think so either. I also think he's way too old. No offense, because he's older than 
John Travolta. Henry Winkler would have been 33. Yeah, he just would have been. He's like 10 years older than him. Okay, so I guess it wouldn't have been too crazy considering the age range of the other actors, but still. Uh, In Beauty School Dropout, Mm -hmm. uh, Stockard Channing and Dinah Madoff, who plays Marty, Mm -hmm. appear as two of the dancers. Yes, I always knew that um, that Stockard was in it because she's so she's got such a distinctive look. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there were a bunch of songs cut from the musical, uh, including "Freddie, My Love," "Those Magic Changes," Boo and, and "It's Boo. Raining on songs. Prom Night." Those are all fun songs. One of those they is were, Jan's song. They were included either as songs from the jukebox or. Um, the T-Birds are singing one of them as they pull up to the Pink Lady's house. Yeah. The nods. Um, Ready, my love. Ready, my love. Ready, my love. Oh, they're all on the Grease soundtrack, though. Fun fact. Not mm-hmm. that I know. Why would you know that? Not that I didn't bring it to my fourth grade class. <laughs> Did you bring the CD or was it a tape? It was a CD. Hmm. I only had Sound of Music on tape, which I also listened to religiously. Uh, in the background of all the soda shop scenes mm-hmm. at the Frosty Palace, the background is blurred. There are blurred Coca-Cola signs. Oh, Coke didn't pay up. Because the producer made a deal with Pepsi after they shot it. Not Pepsi. So instead of going, it was, they didn't have the time or money to go back and reshoot the scenes with the updated backgrounds. So they did their best to blur it in 1978 and (laughs) it is not well done. So we just took their thumb and smudged the, uh, smudged the old, uh, film. Basically in the 40th anniversary edition that came out in 2018, Mm -hmm. um, they edited it. So now they are. 50s style pepsi ads oh i wonder if it was changed because we watched it on paramount plus it was probably changed for you that's probably the updated version i watched it on xfinity on demand free form i was not going to get a paramount plus free trial for this are you kidding me paramount plus is free period dan still don't want it okay well um unfortunately Jeff Conaway had an accident while filming Grease Lightning. Yes. Which led to a, an addiction to painkillers. Yes, it's very sad. That's what actually caused him to die. He died at 60. Yeah. Very sad. Gage did mention that because, you know, Gage reads the facts privately to himself and he went, oh, no. And I went, what? <laughs> so that's why I knew that one. Um, Sandy wasn't supposed to participate in the dance contest. Why but not? Olivia knew she was supposed to be sidetracked and Chacha was supposed to jump in at the beginning. But Olivia knew Jen really wanted to dance. Oh. Sorry, I thought my dog was having an accident for a second. That's why I got really nervous because I didn't have eyes on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, Henry Winkler, as I said, turned down the role of Danny Zuko. Would have been really different also because John Travolta is six foot two and Henry Winkler's five foot three. He's only 5'3"? I think that's right. Wow, okay, short king. Or he's 5'6", sorry. Still a short king. Mm-hmm. Wow, and uh, to think, he was a sex symbol. 
Mm-hmm. In the 70s. In the 60s. Mm-hmm. 70s. 70s. He was a sex symbol. Carrie Fisher was considered for Rizzo. <gasps> Fine. I didn't know she could sing. I didn't either. Uh, and then Elvis Presley was offered the role of the guardian angel, but he turned it down and then died. Oh. Oh. Um. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and in stage performances, Jeff Conaway had played basically every role except for Kaneki. Oh. And John Travolta had played duty. Oh, okay. (laughs) I Uh, love that. John Travolta, there's a fan theory that Sandy drowned at the start of the movie, and it's her dying dream. What the fuck? I don't John like that. John Travolta loves that theory. John, but he, he's, take your his Scientology feeling, and leave. His feeling is that Danny's just exaggerating the story, the drowning story. Yeah. To impress his friends. Um, and that's all the trivia. Would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Danny Zuko? There's no room for him in this one. He could be duty. Maybe, but I like this cast, and I, I think I honestly think this is a dream cast. Also, but maybe it's because I'm scarred, because or not scarred. I'm. I I just can't change it. I'm set in my ways. Oh, I'm sorry. The, are you saying that you didn't like Vanessa Hudgens and Aaron Tveit in these roles? You want to know who played Kaniki in that show? Uh, it was, oh yeah, it was Carlos. And it's hard in these streets to be a Carlos girl. <laughs> So I'm I'm not I'm choosing to not think about that one, okay? <laughs> um, also, additional piece of trivia: the musical was set in Chicago and premiered in Chicago. Shut up! I didn't know that. At Kingston Mines. Oh, in I love that. Would this be better, worse, or the same with Jimmy Stewart as Danny Zuko? Ooh, Sandy! Why? Why? Why, why, why this cars? It's systematic. Oh, God. It's automatic. It's hydromatic. That's Grace Lightning. Sandy. Sandy. Um, eh, worse. Yeah. He couldn't pull off a bad Elvis impression. No. And you've got to be committed. Uh, so, on a scale of one to five pussy wagons, what do you give it? Five pussy wagons. Full stop. Wow. Full five. Yeah, I I mean, you know, I know that I rate things off of the vibes, but this is great me, vibes. I mean, this is a really good movie to me. I mean, it doesn't the story's not great, but it is based off of a stage musical, and I feel like stories for stage musicals are always going to be different than movies because you can't do as much. So when you turn mm-hmm. them into a movie, not that the bar is lower, but in order to give theater fans what they want the bar almost has to be lower yeah like i would almost rather i'm glad that i watched a video recording that was edited of hamilton than seeing somebody who turned the show into a movie 20 years down the road do i wish i'd seen it in real life yes but you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and this this movie feels like a stage production because there's not too much over-the-top craziness in the editing. They're not doing... The scenes are still very short the way they are in theater productions. Mm-hmm. It's almost not lower value. It just feels like a stage production. 
Yeah, there are few movies where it's pretty much consensus that the movie is better than the stage show. Mm-hmm. I think and this is one of them. I agree. I, I, I fully agree. Um, like, I think... I mean, I have to say, I really like the original West Side Story movie. Minus the fact that there are things that are actually wrong with how it was what? made the first time around. Brownface? What's wrong yes. with that? I But from like a... a how the movie was made standpoint i do enjoy it i haven't seen the yeah. new one so i can't speak to that one the new one is so good they're both both of them are so good i i don't know which one's better maybe both i don't know okay I just the, like the new one Taylor. does does fall it does have the detriment of ansel elgort being in it Ugh. Barf not City. because of his personal life he just doesn't of of the rest of the performers in it he's definitely the weakest link the weakest one well, that, I'm just thinking of all the other, like, the musical movies that I think of that I'm drawn to watch again. And now this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I like watching, like, the movies, like I said, that are set up the way they would be on stage. So, like, this, mm-hmm. or, like, West Side Story, or, like, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Um, but, <sighs> like, Mama I don't Mia. even... I loved the Mamma Mia movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm trying to think of other movie musical adaptations that got positive reviews, basically. Uh, Les Mis, but I feel weird about that one. Yeah. Because it feels like they were trying to turn it into a movie movie, and I don't like that. Like, some of the magic of Les Mis is that you have to imagine what's there. You know what I mean? That's the magic of theater. Yeah. Anyway... How Better than Dear Evan Hansen. Fair. Yes. I never even saw that movie. I said, F no. You made a right choice. I give yep. uh, I give this a four. Like I said, it's 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 very good. It, it kind of, it slows down. That's that fair. Um, but I have no negatives. No. The negatives yeah. are... It's, the negatives are it's silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, fun time. Fun time overall. The negative is that because this movie was made in the 80s and it took place in the 50s, it's not a very diverse cast. Made in the 70s. 70s, excuse me. No, it is very white. The the diversity is Italian. That's not correct. (laughs) Like in Grease Live, I mean, they started working. And if you go see a production of this anywhere else today, you're going to see more diversity in it. Not anywhere else. Where are you going to go? Like Leavenworth, Kansas? No, I'm talking about a professional, a like, professional, yeah, but anywhere else, like a high okay. school production in Kansas? Don't go see a production of it in Bufu, Wisconsin, okay? You I'm heard talking that. About a Don't support your local art scene. No, no! <laughs> Daniel, go see the show if your local high school is doing it, but don't huff and puff when it's not a diverse cast because you went to a white school to see a white show with a bunch of white kids. But... You know, I applaud in professional settings the mm-hmm. act of including a more diverse cast to retell the story. Yes, I do. But too. yeah. Um. So that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. Hope you wow. had fun this week because next week it's Grease Two. I hate my life. I've only seen that movie one time. I've only ever seen the cover art for the vinyl, which for some reason my dad owns. So that'll be uh, fun. 
Gage knows someone who's obsessed with Grease too, and it literally cannot be me. Hmm. So. Gross. Anyway. If you want to support us, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash in conclusion. You can find me on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86 or on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Prime 818 where I've been posting a lot of pictures of my dog. Ooh. It feels weird to say that because this is, now I have a dog, sort of. Ooh. Well, on trial. Officially, yeah, literally. You have she's, a trial she's dog. She's on tough ice. She's on thin ice. Whenever she misbehaves, I remind her that I can put her right back in the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love her. Um, you can find me on Instagram at AutumnusPrime818 or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut. Boom! We'll be back next week with Grease 2, unfortunately. Yes. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye bye! Bye! Last week she was really scared of everything, now she's a bitch. Creative Land Podcast.